We pray that you'd open our hearts to receive your word. Lord, we pray for that sense of expectation and growing faith that you would meet with us and speak to us. And Lord, we pray for Sai that you would fill him with your spirit. You would anoint him and that he would speak from you to us. In Jesus' name. Thanks, Mark. Oh, thanks, Martin. Morning, everyone. We're on a series, uh, just a little, a little Christmas series entitled "Love Came Down," with the theme this morning all about the miracle of the message. And I want to pick out a, a few key verses from that reading that Jackie just read to us from John chapter one. Uh, three little verses with three quick thoughts this morning, uh, all beginning with the letter R. Hey, look at that. Talk about organization. The first is this. Uh, In thinking about the Christmas story, would you recognize Jesus? It's uh, one of those things in the Gospel of John. It says in John 1, he was in the world, and though the world was made through him, a thought that was also picked up in our Hebrews reading, that Jesus was there at the beginning of time as part of creation. Even though Jesus was there and had done all of that, it says that the world did not recognize him. And although John is particularly focusing his attention towards the people who were Jewish uh, at the time of Jesus, uh, it is, uh, is it not, something that echoes across our own culture. Would you recognize him? It was big news, wasn't it, when man landed on the moon. It's even bigger news that God landed on the earth. Jesus Christ is God himself. It was God that came to earth in Philippians Uh, Paul reminds us, he says, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature, God. Jesus as God. He has always been God by nature. Jesus was God. And this God invaded earth. And that, it seems to me, is the relevance of Christmas, that God came to earth. Emmanuel, God with us. So the question is, would you recognize him? I don't know whether you've ever thought back into history, if at the time that Jesus was around, which side of the fence would you have been? Would you have been the side that recognized him? Or would you have been on the side that said, look at this Jesus, he says he's the Messiah, but he's hanging out with drunkards, he's down the pub all the time, he's spending time with all these prostitutes and those people that were just kind of caught up in sin and messed up in a whole load of ways. I wonder which side of the fence you might have been as you looked at Jesus. Would you recognize him? Any ideas who this is? It's an elderly gentleman. Not Jesus. It's very true. It's an elderly gentleman. (laughs) What about uh, this uh, lovely uh, little boy? Uh, any thoughts on who that might be? Not me, no. Good guess. There we go. Any thoughts on this one? Yeah, seen better days, hasn't he, on that one? There we go. Mr. Bakewell. And... Uh, not to leave out look at this lovely young lad 
not to leave out any of the church wardens, we, uh, we should really include Andy in there as well. I wonder if you would uh, recognize Jesus. It's interesting, Jesus said, didn't he, those who acknowledge me before people, I will acknowledge them before my Father in heaven. That recognition of Jesus in the here and now is actually has eternal consequences. Wouldn't it be a horrendous thing to be able to stand kind of at the gates of heaven or wherever once your life has ended and for Jesus to say, you know, I'm sure I, I'm sure I know you from somewhere. Um, where is it? No, it's gone. It's not there. When we recognize him before people, the Bible says that he will recognize us before his Father in heaven. So would you recognize him this morning? Secondly, John 1, would you receive him? John 1 verse 11 said that he came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Jesus came to demonstrate the Father's heart for people. He came to live it out amongst people. He came to do something significant as he died on the cross and rose again. He came to achieve all of this for humanity. He came to his own, but his own did not receive him. And again, although John is talking particularly about those who were Jewish at the time of Jesus, who just kind of turned their back on him, again, isn't it a message for our own culture, for those who respond to and receive to Jesus, receive Jesus into their lives? In the Encyclopedia Britannica, there are more pages on Jesus Christ than anybody else. God came to earth in Jesus. And if God had wanted to communicate with, God, with dogs, he would have become a dog. If he'd wanted to communicate with birds, I'm sure he would have become a bird. But God wanted to communicate with people, so he became a person. That's what the Bible calls the incarnation, God in flesh. And the reality is that Jesus came not just so to enable us to have a lovely Christmas story. Jesus didn't come because it was Christmas time. Christmas came about because of Jesus. And he came in order to be received. The word receives, well, let me just show you what it means. Keith. Anyone else? Back. <laughs> Andy. Yay. And I'll have it back. Gosh. Look at that. That was close, wasn't it? I did have a friend who went to, came to do an alpha talk at a church that we were, I was leading. And he brought his rugby ball with him. He played rugby at Bristol. And he played with me for, for a bit, actually. And uh, he did this alpha talk. And he was talking about receiving Jesus. And he said, without any warning, he said, look, it's a bit like this. And he threw the rugby ball like that. And there was an elderly gentleman sitting in the front row who just didn't see it coming. And it hit him in the head like that, knocked him spark out. So uh, I said to him, that the, that's probably not the best um, introduction to a talk I've ever seen. But uh, That's what the word literally means. It means, uh, it means to receive like that, to catch and to hold on to. When the Bible talks about receiving Jesus, it means it like that. 
It means as the truth comes, you take it and receive it into yourself. It's not a fingertip thing. People will always say when they're coaching rugby players, you know, you don't take the ball, uh, hold it like that when somebody throws a ball to you and it's like you catch it like that. Receiving into yourself is what the word literally means. And that's the reality. That The challenge for us is did we receive him? Not just the intellectual assent that says, yes, I kind of believe Jesus existed. But did we receive him into ourselves? Not at fingertips or at, at arm's length, but right in. That's why Jesus came. God uh, with us so that he could be God in us. Received. So this morning, would you receive him? And then thirdly, Will you grasp your right? Again, in verse 12, it just says this. To all who receive him, those that take him into themselves, for those who believe in his name, John goes on to explain, he gave them the right to become children of God. Jesus didn't stay in a crib in a manger. He went to a cross, voluntarily laid down his life for us. He didn't have to, did he? He could have called 10,000 angels to stop the process at any point. Nobody put him there without his permission. And he went to the cross for love. The Bible says, Greater love has no man than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. Now, people may give their life for their family, their children, But the Bible says that God gave his life for us, even when people were rejecting him. Even before we were even born, he gave his life for us so that we could be free. And he did that in order to pay the price. When you break a law here on earth, you pay a penalty. When you break God's law, you pay God's penalty. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, but... It goes on to say, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Or in the book of Hebrews, it says that he provided purification for our sins. In other words, Jesus has done everything so that you can receive what is rightfully yours. The right to become children of God. It's not a right that comes from my goodness or my vicarness or the longevity of how long you've been a Christian, or your age. It's not a right that comes because of that. It's because of all that Jesus did in, on the cross and then rising again three days later. Because of that, we have the right to become children of God. That's the reason for Christmas, actually, ultimately, is that we might receive him and step into what is rightfully ours. Did you ever think that Jesus has done everything that's required? He's done everything that's required for our rescue and for our friendship with God to be made uh, secure. He's done it all. We don't need to do anything other than simply to say, yes, thank you, Lord, for all that you've done, and I receive my right. Over the years, I've met people who've been in church for hundreds of years, um, kind of lined up side by side, that is, 
And I've always been amazed at how many people have been in church for hundreds of years and yet have never got to that point of saying, do you know, Jesus, yes, yes, please, I receive you. I don't just want to know about you. I want to have you in my life to respond to you, to give myself to you because you first gave yourself for me. I would love to encourage you this morning to be doing exactly that. If none of this makes sense, or maybe it does make sense for the first time, you think, gosh, I'd like to know more about that, you can steal something from church this morning. There are very few things you can steal from church, uh, but here's one. It's the Why Jesus booklet at the back, and uh, I'd love you to take one of those. If you've never actually had a moment when you've thought, yes, I want to receive Jesus into my life, that is a great book that explains what goes on with that. So, will you recognize him this morning? Will you receive him? And then finally, will you grasp what is your right? The eternal friendship with Jesus that starts in the here and now and takes you through into eternity. To respond to him, there is nothing more important in life than that. Nothing more important than that. So will you receive him? And will you grasp your right? Let's uh, have a moment to pray, shall we, at this point. And here's a prayer that you might want to echo for yourself. Lord, thank you that this is the miracle of the message. That you came to us. Lord, this morning, I give myself to you. And Lord Jesus, I receive you once again to be at the center of my life. You took my sin and gave me your righteousness. Lord, help me to live for you each and every day of my life. Because I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.